1: On today's show, Lee looks on the bright side of Jose Mourinho's return, whilst me and Woods remember darker days. We also look to see who's getting hot in the sack race. Hello everybody and welcome back to another episode of a pod of two halves. We are here, we are not queer, and we still do not want any more bears. Did you like that, Lee? I did indeed, mate. Again? Again. What what show is that from again? 58? 57? No, as in what show? Oh, I think
2: it's in what our, our own show. Uh, the Simpsons, of course.
1: The Simpsons, of course. Excellent. Um, on that note, how are you doing?
2: Well, you know, I've had better times, you know. Uh, I've been ill recently, and then come the weekend, I was pretty much over that illness. Looking forward to some football. And, yes. Home banker, right? The, 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 yeah, the, the one that's ruined the, uh, the, the accumulators, I would imagine, because that was, uh, that was a shoe in That was meant to be the, the winner, and obviously that wasn't the case. So, yes, happy times for me. Good.
1: Uh, <laughs> happier times for you, Mr.
0: Thomas Woods? Questionable, isn't it? None of us tasted that sweet taste of victory this weekend, and I think that we all have kind of different levels of disappointment coming into the week. Um, I'd argue that, personally... Probably, like, the least shittiest, I think. Oh,
2: you're you're the best off me.
0: Yeah. Uh, I think that Mikey kind of, like, is somewhere in between. Like Ollie said, last season would have been 4 or 5, nil by the time that they turned it around. So, uh, you know, positives there from the manager of Manchester fucking United. Obviously, for you, Lee, it's a fucking shit show. Um, But, yeah, you know, good. It's all good. It's Tuesday. Uh, We are in the last week of November, which basically means... Next week's pod is going to be in Christmas time, and I can't fucking wait for Christmas, mate. I am all about Christmas this year.
1: Can I ask you why that is? I assume this is because you've got a new child?
0: Um, yeah, she's a bit older, so last Christmas was a fucking disaster, uh, Christmas Day, because she just was miserable the whole time. I'm hopeful that she'll actually enjoy a bit more, but yeah, that does kind of...
1: And also at that age that she was last Christmas, she essentially isn't really a thing yet. No
0: that that literally completely dependent on me or Lauren holding at all times um, which is a bit of a burden on, on Christmas when you all you want to do is just eat Christmas dinner and it's like no that's not happening um, yeah so this year is going to be her first Christmas in my mind so we have a good memory it's a positive way of looking at
1: it this is a very positive way of looking at it I
2: love it. how you referred to your daughter the, the pair of you really a, a thing I mean they kind of are alright you know,
0: mm-hmm. at that age now, now she's a child. Well, you know, a tiny person. I, I, I don't think people have too much interest in me talking uh, about Alessia that much. So uh, I'm sure they're more interested to know um, our feelings because obviously we got breaking news last week, didn't we? We got some breaking news as we just started the podcast where Spurs went and sacked Pochettino. What we didn't know at that point, although we saw the odds, was where they were going to go. Literally twelve hours later,
1: it was about. Uh... <laughs> It was one of those things, and I think you said on the show, Lee, that it's a shame that this uh, news didn't happen twelve hours uh, prior, because you know we sat there and we—I listened back, I listened to the show back, and uh, obviously the Pochettino news. Woods like a cat who's got the cream there, but there was one thing you said on there. You know, you made it very clear that Jose is dead to you. Jose is dead to you. It was hard enough when he joined Man United, but it was like fair enough at the same time, and the fact that. Jose Mourinho is now the new manage- manager of Tottenham Hotspurs and he seems to have been gone on like the PR brigade even more than he did at Man United. He is now, you know, what, was he the humble one or something? Is that the, is that the thing?
0: He, he's telling everyone this while at the same time going on about no one remembers runners up in Champions League and I've won two of them. Um, and all of this nonsense. He's also going on a proper. Um, he, he's trying to banter Chelsea fans pretty hard right now. Of all of his nonsense that he's gone on about. Oh, the atmosphere at Tottenham. It's it's wonderful. This wonderful stadium. This wonderful this. And it's like apparently he was walking around Chelsea in his Tottenham tracksuit, and it's it's it cries of someone that's desperately trying to get a rise out of Chelsea fans
1: for it. Because I'm going to look at it the other uh, way. Yeah, yeah. Cause Cause I because he the, ain't the Andre. rise.
2: Is is opposite us. No,
1: no. I, um, for me. Um, Obviously, he managed Man United for a couple of years. I have no great... I I like the guy because he's a character in football. You know, uh, I wasn't a fan of his his managerial ways uh, when he managed my my team. However, I would suggest that if you're going from Chelsea and you're going to manage in the same league, what team do Chelsea fans not want him to go manage? Probably Tottenham Hotspurs, yeah? And I think... Think about how annoyed this is for Chelsea fans. All I have heard over the last week are Spurs fans not wanting the guy. Yeah, He has to do everything he can, in my opinion, to get them on his side. And if it means mugging off the Chelsea fans, who right now they support a team that do not pay his wages, and he now has a new team that pays his wages. The man that I, I think a little... After Man United, his stock had probably never been lower. You know? And he's now been given another chance to play in a brand new stadium with a team that contains England's captain, I think, and who happened to be, you know, one of the biggest rivals to the first team he was in in Chelsea and the team that he's most identified with. He has to do everything he can to get these fans who do not want him, do not want that style of football, and do not want anything to do with his ego, with his arrogance, with his everything that the circus that is Jose Mourinho. I think he has to try and get them on side and a cheap, quick, I'll run around Chelsea in my, train, in my, in my Spurs Absolutely. kit does the job, right?
0: Absolutely. It was all kind of this. It's, it's, like you say, he's been hard on the PR exercise uh, from moment one when he was announced. It's been a hard PR exercise to try and kind of cleanse his image of the stink that he left Manchester United in. And it's almost worked. Because after
1: the game this weekend where they beat... No, it hasn't almost worked. It has worked.
0: Oh, this is true. It has worked. Because
1: because the narrative is now separate again and people are genuinely, you know, they're talking about... I saw on the Sky Sports, they were saying, he, he seems like he's changed, hasn't he? Yeah, and it's like no, he hasn't.
2: C- c- can, I, can I be one of those guys, or am I going to get shouted
0: at? No, go for it, mate. Do? No, absolutely, because in two years' time, I'll come back to this. Note this pod, Mike. <laughs> Note this down.
2: <laughs> I, I know what I'm going to. Sh- what I say should be, you know, exercised with caution because I'm aware of what, how I was, you know, towards the end of the Man United tenure. You know, I was there. You know, he's a dinosaur. He's done. You know, he's done in football. Um, however he has been on our TVs and I appreciate you you know you're saying it's like a PR propaganda you know we all love Jose but before this whole Tottenham you know thing come about we've been watching him on Sky Sports and I think he's been coming across very well and very at the end of the day he's an educated man he knows what he needs to do and if he is clever enough I think he will maybe generally actually learn from his mistakes this time you've literally been drinking the (laughs) Kool-Aid because hear me out hear me out like when he's Previously gone into Other clubs He's been the special one Yeah
0: No No he, no, he no, wasn't That no. like the second time At Chelsea came in And said I'm no longer the special one, I'm the happy one It's literally yeah. What he's doing again well, Eve, He did Eve the same thing At Old
2: Trafford spe- Special Special one I mean What's happened What I'm saying Is it is the, the aura When he went in He goes into those clubs He was, a, he was a, You know um, You know at the moment, he's almost like a wounded animal, isn't he? You know, he has to repair his reputation. This is almost like, you know, in some ways, it's a good project for him because he hasn't gone into an elite club. He's gone in that tier below where nice he job. can play his style of football, and potentially it will, will, it, will work. Because can I
1: can, can I can I say can I say three things? Okay, <laughs> three you. three things. The first one is I do agree with you on on some basis the fact that Jose Mourinho is going into a team now where he is bigger than every single player there because he's won more than every single player there. He's he he's has more experience in big games than every single player there. He, he the, the the players there have never played under a manager with a pedigree of Jose Mourinho. Right? That's fair and I think that has some that maybe is a thing. However <clears throat> however the first thing I would say is is that absence does make the heart grow fonder. And watching him on TV and doing all this stuff, you know, the easily you know, the easily swayed, OK, <laughs> can be influenced in that way. Who are you voting for in the general election, Lee?
2: Uh, let's not talk about that. OK. And <laughs>
1: th- but the most important thing here is. It's not is conservatives,
2: that- by the way. Just put it out there. It's definitely not conservatives. But okay. yeah, please carry on. Good.
1: So but the most important thing to remember here. OK. And I I am a man who admits when he's wrong. I was wrong <laughs> about Brendan Rogers, OK. And I, I came on here like a like a man. And I, and I admitted my my fallacy. Now when when Jose Mourinho joined Man United, what did I have? Right? I had I had optimism. Yeah? You had you had a lot of it. I had optimism. And and that boy in the little Skype window there, having known twice about the, 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 the way that Jose Mourinho conducts his business and all of the... The fact of the matter is the leopards don't change their spots. They okay? never do, mate. And now this time, now he's going into a new job and you'll, you'll note a pattern here, you see. He's managed one of Woods's teams and Woods is now absolutely not. He's managed my team. And I'm like, absolutely not. He's never managed Everton. And until the day that you have Jose Mourinho as your manager, you will never be suckered in it. You'll always be suckered in because at the end of the day, he's a charming guy, right? He's got a magnetism and an aura (laughs) around him. But the fact of the matter is, Jose Mourinho is Jose Mourinho. And Jose Mourinho doesn't change for absolutely <laughs> nobody.
2: Look, I, I really do take on board about, you know, the whole leopard not changing its spots thing. I, you know, I, like I said, I exercise my words with caution because I know this could easily come back on me. What I'm saying is the way he's conducted himself so, so far, you know, you know, I think he's done very well. When I know what you're saying in terms of, when he's come into you know Man United, he was the same sort of thing. He came in very enthusiastic, very happy. But like I said, I just feel like, on reflection, like my initial reaction was no, this is this is not going to work in a million years. I just feel like on reflection now, I think there is potential there for it to work because, like I said, Tottenham aren't an elite level club, and as would, as, as as Mike said, you know he he is the biggest ego in the dressing room, so to speak. Look at Man United with like, Pogba. Obviously, that relationship broke down. I feel like, as you know, as we said. He goes into Tottenham Hotspurs. He's, you know, the biggest ego. That massages his ego automatically.
1: The thing is, right, I I will sum this up before we move on to Pochettino. okay? and, uh, you know, Woods, I'm sure you have much more to say about this. But essentially, I'd just like to say that the key thing for Jose Mourinho at this job right now is that he's got four first-teamers out the door. Yeah, I think I think it's four. Yeah, I think so. Big personalities as well from what from what from all accounts. Yeah, he's got a team that have been underperforming badly. Absolutely, badly, really, really badly. Who look like they don't give a toss anymore. They won their first match against West Ham. West Ham are absolutely in free yeah. fall right you now. You take that result with You a, shouldn't with, get carried with away with that, side.
0: absolutely. Steve Bruce rocked up there and pulled the pants down on West Ham. So people are getting a little bit giddy. Like uh, Sky Sports was suggesting, oh, you know, they're gonna, Tottenham are going to be a problem for teams going forward. Let's wait and see. Like, December, they start with Manchester United. They then play Bayern Munich and they finish the month with Chelsea.
2: Then we'll know a bit more about this club. If there's one thing we've said, though, is his style of football is outdated and...
1: He's got a boy he well, In terms on. of
2: not changing his spots, he literally went in with, you know, four, two, three, one, or whatever, you know, basically he has two holding midfielders and you know, Eric Dyer was brought back into the fold. It was terrible. You know.
1: And who who, who and, was awful and has not four, been good
2: for a long time. And then
1: exactly what he did at United, put four players up front, give them no fucking instructions and expect them to pull something out of their ass. This is
0: tactic forever, mate, which is basically keep it tight at the back, don't concede and hope someone pulls something out of their ass to win us the game. And that's fine when you've got players... And it may well work because they've got players like Son and Kane who actually have that ability to pull something out of nothing. And you're completely correct as well with this because ultimately... Where he's taken this Spurs team over, which, where, where were they, 14th for something? Darth like that's not their yeah. position. Everyone knows that's not their real position. This is a top four team. Going into the season, we felt they were the third best team in the country and arguably that squad still is. And all he has to do is get a little bit of a rise out of it. Results start to go their way. They're not out of the top four shell. And at the end of the season, if say they finish fourth, Jose's going to be there. Big grin, telling everyone how wonderful he is. And that's fine. Because that's the first stage of Jose Mourinho. And that's probably, you know, they might win a cup, as well that second stage he's got that trophy as well and then comes the best part for everyone else is for the car wreck which usually comes in season three um, when he isn't
1: given the funds to spend
0: and he lets everyone fucking know about it and then basically tears the squad apart um, so ultimately, it's a bit of a long game for Chelsea fans. And I know some of them are a little bit upset about it, going, oh, he's, you know, he's broken my heart. I will forever love Jose Mourinho. That ain't ever going to change because he manages Tottenham Hotspurs. I couldn't give a fuck about that. Jose Mourinho was the manager of Chelsea Football Club when I was kind of like in my uh, mid-late teens when we were winning stuff for the first time in my life. So that's not going to change. Um, and the beauty is as well, he's going to basically keep rewarding us because in two and a half years' time, he's going to be dragging Tottenham through the mud. And I'm going to love it, mate. I'm going to love it. Because the simple facts, here's the simple facts. And here's the question I would ask any, and you're right, With, I feel that the tide is changing with Spurs fans. They are coming round to it, like, oh, he's a winner, he's a winner. Here's what I would say. A week ago, had I gone to Spurs fans and gone, would you swap Pochettino for Jose Mourinho? Not a single fucking one of them would have taken that. Not fucking one of them. And that's the fact. He is a dinosaur. And at the end of this,
2: he may well have to look to
0: Everton. That might be where he's at at that
2: point. <laughs> <laughs> on, 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 to just counter that in terms of don't you not think Daniel Levy's actually done something quite clever in terms of he's got one over on Arsenal oh yeah he, he, he knew like obviously that Arsenal were going to pretty Sniffing. much be looking for a new manager soon and he's recognised that and he's recognised that obviously they will go for Mourinho who he's or always wanted he and he's has. gone in there
0: because he's wanted him since apparently 2003 where he turned him in down instead of Porto won the Champions League wanted him after Chelsea but Chelsea had a two year clause in his contract so he couldn't manage in England or have Arsenal played a blinder here have Arsenal basically put it out there that they wanted Jose, forced the hand to Levy. Levy's booted Pochettino for £12 million, I love his 15 theories. £15 a year to Jose Mourinho, <laughs> highest paid manager in the world. And Arsenal going to go, Maurizio, how about you come in here to properly shithouse that team over there? Uh, is it not that Arsenal have maybe played the most perfect game? It's probably not for what it's worth. It's probably
1: not. But it could be. It could so, be. So where is Pochettino going? It's not going to be Arsenal, sadly. Um, because that is the dream, right? This is what we brought up last week yeah. on the show, that going to Arsenal would be the most perfect of all perfectnesses. And there was, rum-
2: there was some rumblings in the media. Obviously, you take it with a pinch of salt. But the fact that it was getting spouted around, I was shocked, obviously, straight away because of my out- loud- outlandish claim last week that I'll do anything, which Jackson so now uh, proclaimed to be my eyebrows being chopped off if uh, he does become manager of, of Arsenal. That's yeah, now on record, three stripes, no? That is now on record. Eyebrows are good. Yeah, but I downgraded it, obviously, to one, one, one stripe or whatever, and then was obviously wants three. I want three. I want kind of that proper rude boy, like early 2000s. <laughs> it's, no, no, it's not going to happen, is
0: nah, it? No, no. We, we can't send you into work with three stripes in your eyebrows.
2: No, <laughs> <laughs> no, no. We know it's not going to happen in terms of he's not going to Arsenal. <laughs> no, sadly not. Um, it, he's bolic- too big for Arsenal, mate, I think, in some ways. You think he, he, Pochettino's too big for Arsenal? I think his reputation is too big at the moment. In terms of it, it, whilst... Uh, mate, he's just No, sorry. I know you don't... You know I'm a big fan of Pochettino. Yeah, I, but, do, you know, I do. And yeah. I still look at it in terms of... Look what he's done with Tottenham, you know. This is Tottenham, who are uh, an inconsistent team that, you know, might finish in fourth, but usually, like, you know, fifth, sixth. And he's made them in literally top two, three every season.
1: And I would say on the back of that as well, um, he's had to deal with a team that had gotten rid of Luca Modric yeah. and Gareth Bale.
2: And hardly any... Inv- I know, obviously, there was investment initially after the On a Bale. a load of shit, which he had to get rid what's of. he had the inv- investment in the last two seasons, he's had fuck all until this summer. Correct.
0: Yeah, so, no, absolutely. I, I genuinely do think he's a really, really well, good manager. I think he's manager. a really good manager. And ultimately, like, go back to the summer, say the whole Lampard thing doesn't happen, if M- Pochettino was available, I even as a Chelsea fan, I'd be like, yes, I'm keen to get this guy in because I've seen what he's capable of doing... Uh, with young players and kind of bringing them through and giving them opportunity. Um, Ultimately, I understand what you're saying. Arsenal are such a fucking state right now. It feels like it would be a down step for him. It's a big job. It's a a big
2: fucking job there to be done. Um, But at the same time... With zero uh, ownership, zero interest from (laughs) the ownership.
0: It feels that way. Um, I mean, they could certainly turn his head with the right resources, right? But I'm not sure that's going to happen. Uh, Manchester United would obviously be an obvious choice as well. We all know that there was links last year after Mourinho went. And he was, in fact, probably the right guy to come in even before Jose. But all I'm hearing is Manchester United are fully in on Oli Solskjaer, which is mind-bendingly stupid. I just cannot comprehend this. I would have thought if Pochettino hit the open market, which he has, Oli Solskjaer would have received a phone call in literally about two minutes to be... Thank you for your efforts, Ollie, but we're going in another direction.
2: If your board were, you know, real, actually wanted to, you know, actually make changes and do something positive for the club, this would be the biggest one. But they're, they're obviously not going to
1: do that, are they? My board. <laughs> I, I have no, I assure you, Lee, I have it's no club. <laughs> influence or say over what the board <laughs> decided to do. Um, look, we mate, all if know. he had a
2: ruthless, you know, was he a chief executive? Was he Woodward? Okay.
1: Whatever the position is. If he was
2: ruthless, mate. Fuck off! Fuck off, Solsha! Well, of right course, now, of course,
1: but we've, it's been well documented. We're the worst run club in the world,
2: and also just to support Mourinho as well. <laughs> of
1: course, we're not going to get well, rid of well, Solskjaer. Yeah. <laughs> and we talk
2: about the shambolicness of, of Mourinho at Man United. Let's not forget that the big part of that is, you know, Glazier, uh, Glaziers, and Woodward.
1: Yeah. not just Mourinho. No, yep,
2: yeah, sure, absolutely. I agree with
1: you. I mean, but let's not. But also on that on that note. He's the one who signed Nemanja Matic. He's the one that okay Fred. He's the one... Do you know what I mean? like? I don't think he wanted Fred, though, did he? Why did he sign him, then? I think he had no choice. So I think it's probably... There is absolutely no way. Look, I know, I know that the United um, board are, are... You know, it's, 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 the way the club is run horrendously. There is no way that that group of clowns who, <laughs> who admittedly know nothing about football, like themselves... Um, would buy a player without the manager's consent. Here's my conspiracy about that. Here's my
0: conspiracy about that. Um, I think that maybe they did uh, because they knew that it was coming to the end. Although it shouldn't have been that obvious because they literally just gave him a new contract, a big fat new contract, which was stupid anyway. But I think they may well have bought that player for Mourinho based on the fact that Man City was sniffing. Uh, and Ed Woodward being like, "Look, I'm a football guy. Here's a footballer for you." Because um, that guy, you look at Fred, um, and there's not a single attribute that he has that fits a Mourinho system. He's a tiny little Brazilian man,
2: and he didn't play, and he didn't even figure in his team art, did he? Despite you know the what was it 50 million pound outlay. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, but 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 with with Poch, I, I you know. It, it should, he should be going to Man United. I think that would be kind of the obvious destiny in terms of because he's been in the Premier League. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if he goes back to Spain. That's the challenge. I, I the... think he'll buy it. I think, yeah, that's that's where, where? he's strongly linked. I, I think he buys his time and he waits for see how things pans out around Madrid.
0: Real. Because I, I know that he's got these links with Bar- um, Espanyol, which he said that he won't manage Barcelona, but that Barcelona gig is likely to come up sooner than the Madrid one. Um, I, d- I don't know if... If Barca make the phone call and go, yeah, this is Lionel Messi who plays here. Would you like to manage him? That Pochettino would be able to be so confident that that Madrid job's coming up and go, no, thank you. I I just can't see it. Because he's he's interviewing for Bayern by all accounts this week. Um, He might be wise to steer clear of that one. Uh, That's got a very sticky... Um, upper
1: board level. Yeah, Um, I mean, we talked about this over the last few weeks, right? You don't want to get involved there. You won't actually manage the club. You'll just be uh, essentially a figurehead of sorts whilst all the important decisions are made above you.
0: Here's one for you, though. Um, A little bit outside the box. I think we're coming to the end of Pep Guardiola's tenure at Manchester City. I think we are at that point where it's now on the decline. What if City make it very apparent that he's... Next in line, have him signed up to basically like they did with Pep um, in advance. Get that all agreed, aligned, signed, sealed uh, for for Poch to be
2: the next one up. Can you see Pep agreeing to that like Pellegrini did? I can't. I can't see that.
0: Um, maybe because maybe he's already got something agreed in the background because it's not that he's going to get ousted to go nowhere it, it would be on Pep's terms like ultimately if Pep turned around and said no I want 10 more years City aren't going to do it but if Pep's made it apparent that now this is the end for me um, I, I want to go complete the Grand Slam. I want to go. Manage it's he's Ventus. done often, isn't it? Yeah, he's exactly. done
2: at all these other clubs. He pretty much tells people. You know, when he he's calls be the going. shots basically,
0: yeah. and it's, it's no surprise because obviously he is arguably uh, the best manager in world football. So ultimately,
1: I, I, I just want to say I, I cannot wait until that day happens. I've had to put up as a Manchester United fan with <laughs> my two closest rivals having the two best managers in the world. And basically, being the two best fucking teams in the world, it's pretty annoying. I see, so, can you just fuck off, please? See, I, I really it. like Pep Guardiola. I turned a leaf on him because when he, went off, when he was first run, I hated him. I hate his style of football. I hate the fact he drugs his players like they're horses. But <laughs> reason, you know, the, 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 this Man City team, I really do appreciate. I really appreciate it. And it irritates me that I like watching them. And I wanted to go away. I've had my fill, I, I'm full.
0: So, yeah. so I go. If there's, we all one more word, well, one team answers are right, Lee. So I go. What what team for Pochettino? Yeah, Real. Mikey. Manchester United. Okay, uh, I am going to go and say that he's
1: going to take the Barca gig. I only said Manchester United no, because that's what I want. That's, that's and yeah, if you say it you enough, know. it'll happen. Exactly. <laughs> Funny Think enough, of all those Liverpool fans who wanted to win the league after they didn't win the league for all that time. Look at look what's happening now. Exactly. This. Takes about 30
0: years of saying it, but it's finally going to happen. Um, some VAR as well. Interesting point, um, what you say about City. Because um, I, I wanted to say this actually when we did our pod last week about the decade. We came into this decade with Manchester United being the best team in the country and like basically everyone else nowhere near. And we're coming out of it with basically United's two biggest fucking rivals dominating English football and United being a joke. Who would have seen this coming at the start of the decade?
2: Sir Alex Ferguson, probably yeah,
0: that's it. He's one of the ones I, to get I mean, help. again, again, Fergie's legacy. Every fucking year is just getting stronger and stronger. The worse <laughs> that Manchester United get post his era.
1: Um, right, hang on a second. What, what? There's a question that I wanted to ask the pair of you, and I can't remember what the hell it was. Okay. Oh, oh, there, get. There's a question I have, and I can't remember what the, what the actual point. Oh, okay. No, I remember the question. I had a question popped into my head earlier today, and it had gone, but now it's back. Who has done a better job? David Moyes in his season at Manchester United, or Unai Emery in his time at Arsenal?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Um, David Moyes got out of a Champions League group. Uh,
1: didn't he get us to like a quarter final I think or something?
0: so I think he did get to a quarter final against Bayern Munich right exactly um, and Unai Emery has basically destroyed Arsenal Football Club
2: uh, you could counter hang on you could counter that Moisés has inherited like a, you know a, 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 a we've discussed before they, they, and they were a great title winning side 12. but you know they had just won the title <laughs> whereas Emery is coming you know on the back of you know the last few Wenger years of achieving fourth place as you know the, the, the be all and end all. I mean the thing is is that um, Moyes also picked up the dregs of Fergie
0: like basically Fergie ran that squad into the ground with how old and decrepit it was and he had no intention of basically leaving uh, a nice squad for the next manager to come in and thrive on he basically properly wrecked it I feel that there were players that Wenger had bought in in Lacazette and Aubameyang and all these players that could kind of obviously develop and progress um But yeah, I I see your point. I mean, ultimately, the fact that we're even discussing this, even discussing this, suggests how badly this has gone for Unai Emery at Arsenal.
1: And this, and this is what brings us on to our next segment, right? It's sack watch, right? There's a a number of managers. There are a lot of managers
2: all of a sudden. It's starting to heat up, isn't it?
1: It's uh, it's getting toasty in here now. The thing is, obviously, like you know. When it gets toasty for me, in my current predicament, I sit there and I look forward to it because I don't really want Solskjaer as a manager and I would welcome Pochettino with open arms. Woods hasn't got to worry about Sackwatch at the moment because uh, Frank Lampard is, you know, he's a Chelsea legend and all that. Everything's going rosy for you there. However, there is a man sitting to the right of me over here whose team has spent considerable amounts of money comparative to what they have used to spending. A man who has shown optimism, you might say, over the last few years. He went from the likes of Bobby Martinez to Ronald Koeman. Oh, hello, going to be good. We've spent some money. And then, oh no, it's Sam Allardyce. Uh, the, the black years of Everton Football Club. Even though he should have a statue outside that stadium for saving them from the Fuck Premier off. League relegation. And now we're in a position where, straight from Allardyce all the way to Marco Silva, a man who was meant to reinvigorate the fortunes of the hard-nosed toffees with Marcel Brands at the helm. S- d- a- 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 acquiring and identifying these players for, for, for Silva to play his beautiful brand of attacking football. However, we are currently in well, end of November. Where are you currently in the league? I don't
2: know, 15th, I think.
1: What was the last result you just had?
2: We lost 2-0 at home to Norwich. And a relegation so six-pointer, point that friend is... is
1: my question for you, my friend, is after such a long covert of this guy, which caused him to leave his previous job and uh, you know continue to do nothing of note, what is next for you? W- what kind of manager do you want next? Because obviously Mate, there are some favourites. Uh,
2: there are some favourites, aren't there? Mate, there's, there's a reason why he's still in his job, and that's because there's no obvious line there's no, there's no I, I say we've learnt our lesson from last time because last time we obviously ended up for going for Marco, didn't get him and ended up with Big Sam. Look, the, the club has always been run quite shambolically and I was hoping, you know, with the appointment of Brands that it was going to be run more methodically and smooth and just, you know, there was going to be progression in the club. It's not materialising. Fucking, you know, I, I, obviously I was one of the, the brigade that wanted Silver in. You know, I, I thought of him as someone that could, we could develop as a manager ourselves as well as him progressing in Everton Football Club. And I say that because he was relatively young, the the clubs here he had been at obviously weren't you know the whole city and Watford aren't exactly the biggest clubs in the world so i was hoping that you know it was a project that was see him develop as well but unfortunately that's not obviously coming to case and probably in hindsight the job's too big for him um, yeah is this
1: is this so is this a does does the does the, oh, hang on. does the blame fall on purely the manager in the situation or does it? you said you know that the club isn't as well run as you thought it was you
2: know, I said before, haven't I, about the, the recruitment this summer? The recruitment was a bit haphazard. Um we signed players, but are they actually taking our club to another level? Probably not. Um and he's also been a bit unfortunate with injuries. Um obviously I mentioned several times before, you know, the the fucking Schneider continues to play football at that football at our football club. It, it's it's a joke. Um he he he's not good enough and yet because we've literally got nothing else in there at the moment. He's playing. Um, and that's what I'm saying. Uh, he's been unfortunate with the injury to um, Delph and Ngamon, who obviously play in that role. And then obviously Gomez as well uh, quite recently. I think that's literally what, what's keeping him in the job. I think there's a bit of sympathy in terms from the, the board because I think it was uh, Mishuri, Brands and uh, Ken Wright. After the game, they apparently went into the boardroom, had the chats. He still took training uh, today. Um, I was quite surprised to find that uh, not only did they have Sunday off, they also had yesterday off as well. Um, they fucking just lost two at home to fucking Norwich. Get get them in for fuck's sake. I'd have had him in on Sunday, but um, yeah, that's a, that's another thing altogether. But yeah,
1: Out of what in, the names. Sorry,
0: Yeah, no, I was going to ask actually because it's an interesting point that you touched on earlier, Mikey. Who, who came first, Brands or or Silver? Um, Brands brands did come in first, so there is a case that brands would have okayed silver as the as the guy.
2: Yes, I believe so. Yes.
0: Okay, because because sometimes um, with, with the setup that Everton have got, obviously he's a director of football, so he's going to be responsible for identifying talent to to probably fit that image of Everton football going forward. And obviously, if the manager's been forced on him somewhat, um, he's buying players that fit his vision that won't necessarily fit Silver's vision, and that's where the disconnect comes. And maybe with Silver moving on, Brands obviously has an experience in Bundesliga, correct? He's got a bit of a background in there. Is that is that I'm not making this up, am I? I'm I thought it's more Dutch football Dutch as well. Dutch football as well. Anyway, continental managers, he may well have an idea to bring a guy over that maybe fits his vision of Everton Football Club
2: in terms of the playing style more than what Silver is. Uh, this but- is the thing. I, I think we're hoping from an Everton fan's perspective, it's going to be someone that maybe we don't know that in a way is kind of an element of surprise. So then there's maybe, I don't know, a bit more... Time given to the to the guy that does come in because if it's someone like obviously the names that have been spouted around which you boys have had a good giggle about in terms of David Moyes and Mark Hughes, then oh,
1: oh that 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 is is, is you ruined my game with my saying I had a game planned. A yeah, game. I want
2: name the, the guys on the on the. No, I was going to ask
1: you. I'm going to give you some names and let me know. marry a avoid. Basically, yeah, pretty much, but with <laughs> managers.
2: Love it look we'll start off with David Moyes then yeah yes okay I respect the guy for what he did at Everton you know he took us from where we are kind of in the position that we are now and he made us a stable football club um the reason why he has such a uh, shit reputation is because what he's done after Everton um you know he he was shit at United he was shit at Dad did an okay-ish job at West Ham I guess Uh, whereas Sunderland he obviously went down with them um yeah, I, I think it would be a step backwards. I don't think the fans would like it. Um, yeah. OK. So you'd so snog him but move on? Um, if we were seriously, seriously desperate for an interim manager...
1: It's too early in the season for could, interim he, managers. He
2: could be the option. In terms of just see you know, here's your contract in the season... This is what we tried to do with Sam, and obviously it backfired because then it was like, "No, fuck off!" And then we had to go crawling back to him and offer him a three-year contract. Well,
1: this is the thing. So, I mean, we got an interim manager in, in Olegan Asolcia too early in the season to the point where we had him for all of the fucking season, and then we end because you know then you then you just end up having him. Do, do you so... know? Do you
2: know what Marcus? <laughs> it was a uh, kind of biggest issue in, in the short term is is the fucking fixtures. The fixtures oh, are it horrendous. Gets tasty, doesn't it? I'll read you. Out, I'll read you out our next nine games. I mean, the first. I think the next nine games is, hang on, where have we got here? I've got it somewhere.
1: Looking in his notes.
2: So we've got, we've got Leicester twice. We're playing them in the League Cup and in the league. We've got Liverpool, Manchester United, Chelsea and City and Arsenal. And that's in the next nine games, of which five of them are you know consecutive them teams alone. Five in that's, a row of them. Mate,
0: I, 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 I know, wouldn't sack him. I'd, I'd let him play these out who, and then get someone in. Because if you bring someone in and he has to face it? that lot, He's, I mean, exactly. basically, it's just bringing him in for him but to get killed and then have to replace you look, him. If
2: you look at it on the flip side, though, if we, if we see out, say, these next nine games, that's pretty much two thirds of the season gone. How many points do you think Everton are picking up, you know, in, in those games I've just highlighted? You've out got Arsenal.
0: Nine? As long as they've got Embraer, <laughs> you'll get free there. So,
2: yeah, well, that's not good enough, is it? You know, ultimately, because that, I mean, that's, that's relegation form if we're picking up three points in, what, nine games? It, 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 honestly, mate, it, it's looking bleak. However, because I, I, of the alternatives, I mean, two, what other, who else have you got on your list? So Eddie Howe. I feel like if someone like Eddie Howe was to come in, it would need to be at the beginning of the season. I think so We've
1: too. We've always said with Eddie Howe that his next step should be a West Ham or a Newcastle. I
2: think... He's an Everton fan, by the way. Is he really? Yeah. I think that if you could get to the summer with this and then
0: offer him the job, I think that'd be a good move. Yeah. I just don't think bringing in mid-season with everything that's going on there. And like you say, the injuries... Because the next manager you get in, you're going to have the vision of this actually working. And I kind of feel like there's managers that you could get in, in the interim. Um, and sadly, they are the Moyes and Allardyce, the unimaginative bullshit that will just basically get results to keep you up so you can pie them off at the end of the... The season, uh, Eddie Howe is kind of like someone that you want to get a long-term vision three years further down the line, and he's going to need more than basically a January transfer window where you get nothing done and it will be extremely expensive. It's worth waiting on Eddie Howe, and also I don't think he jumps mid-season.
1: No, I don't mm. think he would either. So the next one is Mark Hughes. No, no. obviously not.
2: I don't have said anything about that guy.
1: Ten to one. He, no. he, he's obviously, he's Honestly, obviously dropping.
2: He if if he's
0: the one, mate. I might genuinely combust with laughter.
2: Do you know what do you know what I said? I, I genuinely don't think I would support Everton whilst he's manager. I'll I stop supporting Everton Football Club and then when they sack him or he goes, whatever, then I'll start supporting again. That's how I feel. It's not gonna happen. Anyway.
1: Uh Rafa Benitez.
2: Yeah, I, I really this is the one that I would like. Um I know obviously given his Liverpool connections, it's probably gonna make that difficult. Plus he's obviously in China, which means he'll cost a shitload of money to uh, to buy out of his contract. Um In some ways, it's the one I would like to see, but I don't think it happens.
1: And finally, because we have other managers managers to talk about, Duncan Ferguson, (laughs) 50-1.
2: Big dunk. Who's the set mate? He's already a coach. You could could argue he's maybe one of the reasons, you know, he's been there at the club now for a few seasons as a coach and...
1: He's, never like scoring exactly. he,
2: he's meant to be a fucking striker. He's a striking coach and we do not even like scoring. The
1: thing
0: with, with Ferguson, uh, it was, it's really quite interesting what you say about this because he's got a similar feeling to me about Steve Bould at Arsenal. was brought in fucking years ago to sit next to Arsene Wenger and improve the, the defence at Arsenal. He's been there for like probably a decade now. What does he fucking do? Why has he still got a job there? Oh, it's insane, that is. But like, I kind of feel Ferguson falls into the same kind of
2: window of that. One well, one thing, other thing to say with Silva, um, and as I said, with the issues with the in the short term, is the uh, fixtures. He also has he's lost the crowd. Um, the crowd at the weekend, they were gone. The the boos were, you know, as you as you love, you know, a good howl from the you know, from the from the Goodison stands. Well, mate, they were they were howling with boos, mate. He was he was getting chanted sacked in the morning by his own fans. Oh, you know, it, it's, that's that's not good. Oh, that, that's that's a nail in the coffin, mate. I've seen it before with you know. Our, Recent managers that have gone, you know, maybe not so much Cooman, but definitely I remember Martinez, mate. He lost a crowd, and it was exactly like how uh, how it was on Saturday. Um, so yeah, for what it's worth, apparently he's got he's got two more games. Um, apparently that's what that's what they're saying.
0: One of them is today. against
2: Leicester at the weekend. Yeah, away to Leicester as well.
0: I mean, he's and got then no I think chance. We follow up with Liverpool. I oh think. come on, have they genuinely given him Leicester and Liverpool to turn this around? <laughs> yep. They, they're
1: it, the
2: top is, two in the league. That, <laughs> they are. Mate, do, you know what that, do you know what it screams, mate? It screams that we're biding a little bit more time to see what we can get out there in the yeah. market. Yeah,
1: yeah. this is it. And I think that you... Because you, I, I don't think that brands wants anything to do with David Moyes.
0: Absolutely not, mate. No.
1: Absolutely not. And I think they're going to stretch this out. And as you said, it's quite convenient right now because you can get bad results against these teams provided... That when that when that fixture list clears up and you've got some nice games coming up again, you have a you have a, but, a a hot bit of form. If you say you've only got maybe a third of the season to go after that,
2: that's that's not a long time, mate.
1: You be, and this is what you're banking on here. You've got your Everton football Club playing a very risky game.
2: That that'll be the ultimate gamble. Is sticking with him and waiting to get through this period because I wouldn't bring a manager in in this period. I just wouldn't. No, do. I think you. I think and you. I think give you can just imagine. Just imagine how hostile it's going to get if he continues not to pick up results, Fine. And, Fine. and and. You say fine, Write it out. Mate, you just mate, have to write it out. The board, the, the board will buckle to the pressure. This is an Arsenal mate. You when, know the board are there pretty much every every week, mate. When you know. does that fixture list stop? Just out of interest. When is the last
0: of these dog shit games? Is, is
2: it well? If we're talking nine games, we're talking a good what
0: six weeks, I reckon. So probably start of January. i uh, just for argument's sake start of January around around January. Okay, so, so, yeah, so end, January. at the start of January, the horrible fixtures end. And also, the transfer window open. Perfect time to slot in a manager who can bring then also in his own players to basically kickstart his tenure for the next season. Everton aren't going down, right? They're not going down. They, 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 they are. But, uh, just,
1: well, what if what if they did go down?
0: I mean, then then Lee has yeah, the dream Newcastle yeah. scenario, which is he gets to watch Championship football and watch them pump teams every week for a year. <laughs>
1: well, what if they turn into Sunderland? We win a trophy as well. <laughs> it feels like you're a little bit a uh, little bit cocky about the old championship there I feel <laughs> yeah, Le- Leeds fans are
2: like basically a, like, so first, yeah, first of all, all we'll idea, get relegated man. which will be obviously a big part of egg in my face and then the fact that then uh, we probably like struggle in the championship pull it
1: Middlesbrough <laughs> Out of yeah. interest,
0: if you played in the Championship, would, would, would you basically be our Championship man? Would you, would you
2: give us a weekly update on the Championship? Would we have to do Championship predictions if Everton were down in the Championship? Michael would have to watch Championship football, mate. That would be funny in itself, mate, because the guy doesn't watch anything other than top six. Premier League.
1: Yeah, exactly, mate, because I like the best. Yeah, I like the best. But I am watching Championship football, mate. There, is, there, there
2: like... is one other factor, whilst we should actually cover this actual segment. Um, obviously, we're not the only club that maybe would be looking for a manager soon. And True. That that's got that's got to be playing in our in our thinking as well. So which one are they looking at? Because let's let's list them off. Um, Pellegrini,
0: he looks like a dead man walking. West Ham are awful. They've got Chelsea this weekend. Um,
2: they've only got two points in the last seven games, and they've got Chelsea. That's another. That's two and eight then.
0: Yeah, I mean that's that's feeling like a, another nail. I, I mean it's still a London derby. You don't know, but if that Roberto guy's in goal. <laughs> Oh man, you must be rubbing your hands mate. Tell I, me. Tammy Abraham must be sitting there. Going, I, I am not waiting. I'm praying wait that Fabi I, I don't know how long Fabianski is out for, but I'm got a hip injury mate, I think it's quite a bad. One, okay, because yeah. I mean this is good news. But did you see Son's goal at the weekend, genuinely, he managed to dive out of the way of it. <laughs>
2: Mate, and there was one who dived yeah, over the
1: it. Header, uh, the header. The header. He
2: dived over <laughs> it. I know because someone he's, yeah, he completely, uh, mate, the guy oh, is shambolic. Genuinely,
0: it's mad at West Ham because they've got a goalkeeper in Fabianski who, as we touched on last week, won them basically 15 points last season. Uh, a fantastic goalkeeper. But they dropped from their best like their goalkeeper to this guy he, competition winner he's a fan that basically when Fabianski got hurt they went onto the halfway line with a microphone and they said seat number XXX whatever we've, we've lost Come on him down. Here, by the way
2: I know I hear what you're saying but he's, he's in So my question to you: anyway, I don't know what to do with the guy next to me we, mate. We, we, we'll continue until he gets back but we'll continue what, what I'll say though with West Ham though is Chris Houghton is the guy that's been lined up apparently oh my god are you serious yeah, that, that, that is not stimulating. No. Um, would you Surely take... any West Ham fans. They'll be livid, mate. Would you take Pellegrini? What, Everton? Yes.
0: <laughs> no. Okay, no, this is what we're doing. We're going through all the, all the managers that are about to come available. Um, who we got next? Uh, we'll go with Manchester United. Although it doesn't feel like that's going anywhere right now. Um, Oli Solskjaer on the hot seat because basically uh, Pochettino's over his shoulder looking, uh, looking interested in that job. Oli Salcher, I think we'll probably see the season. I think United, for some reason, bought
2: fully into this guy. If he becomes available, would you take Oli Uh No. Okay, uh, mate. I was going to put it out there right now, mate. All the managers you're going to suggest, I'm going to say no because if they're not good enough for the clubs they're at at the moment, then why would the fuck would I want them? Well,
0: now we get to Unai Emre. Okay. No. Unai Emre has basically found out that the Arsenal job's too big for him. He's he that. Arsenal have a real problem now, um, and it's not just Unai Emery. Honestly, Arsenal fan TV is is fucking wonderful, but what what it's managed to do is basically it takes literally no time to turn a positive atmosphere into literally the most venomous poisonous atmosphere, and the Players just look dead out there. They look like they do not want to be there every time they're at home at the moment.
2: They, they look clueless as well in terms of tactics. Well, because they he, are. He, yeah. he, he, well, he doesn't know what he's doing. One minute he's bringing... Well, first for Ozil, he didn't want a part of Ozil in his team. Now he's in the team. He's still not producing anything. He's taken Xhaka out, who obviously the, the fans wanted out. Still not changed anything. The, the, the whole thing is Jack Shaq is coming symbolic. back in as well, mate.
1: Is that, he's got to bring change. change. Yeah. So first of all, I've, I've recovered. Okay? Yes.
2: I've recovered. What, what got you? Or do uh, I dare right, I ask? No,
1: no. It, honestly, that goalkeeper. <laughs> that, so I Just a so, thought of it. Right, yeah, <laughs> so um, when the other week, right, I hadn't watched Match of the Day or what have you. And Woods, you, you went on a bit of a tirade about this guy. And I was like, I have not seen him. I have not, and I said on the show, I think it was when you were on, uh, when you were in LA. I was like, I haven't seen this guy. I haven't seen this guy. And Then I watched him for the first time, and I was like, wow, he is absolutely fucking comical. The goals that you described, and I was like, that can't be like it, it, they'll, they'll call the, the, up the game against Burnley, mate. They'll call up the under twenty-three goalkeeper or something. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> surely, and like, surely, and like the game we watched at the weekend, right? Honestly, I I, I I couldn't handle it. Every time he got near the ball, it was just the, the defense was sitting. You could see there they were just quivering. This 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 clown! In, oh my god, he looks uh, so you funny. You've got to feel
2: sorry for the bloke as well. They he was so getting he was getting heckled by his own fans. Like they oh were cheering him, or not even jeering, They were like ironic cheering. Obviously, every time he made but a save, it, it looked
1: like it, look, it looked as if Barcelona had put me in center midfield. <laughs> Like just completely out of my depth, beyond belief. This guy, mate, how how he must be someone's cousin. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, this guy can't be a real footballer.
2: He doesn't look like it, does he? He, he, He's basically put Pellegrini in, in in the shitter
1: because he's responsible for it oh my god he's so Cause, bad because as, really. as you
2: just said it, it, it's, the, it's the confidence that's then going through that defence mate it's gone and now and it mate. breeds
0: all the way through the team that they just know it's no fucking point today guys because that guy's still in goal the, 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 one of the goals that still gets me it's not the one which he punched into his own goal it's not the one he dived out of the way of the sun it's the one the other day where he threw the ball out to the fullback, and the throw that he put on this player
2: was fucking proper hospital shit it was the unbelievable <laughs> guys guys hey, sitting there the, 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 the save he pulled off at the week care was the most shittest save but somehow you tried to make it look as good as possible (laughs) it
1: was so (laughs) just just catch it man
2: should be sacked alone just for this fucking (laughs) employing this guy and then putting him in his team i have i have
1: seen football like kyle walker does a better job of looking like a goalkeeper than a man who is apparently actually a goalkeeper who is employed as a goalkeeper
0: what's worth remembering as well that they the reserve goalkeeper they had last year was adrian um who in himself is a bit of a, an enigma, we'll call him. However, he did deputise for Alisson, admittedly with better players in front of him, and did fine.
1: Yeah, he wasn't the disaster it wasn't, everyone thought he might No,
0: be. we thought, oh, this is going to scupper their season. No, absolutely not. They've dropped two points all season with this guy in goal. Uh, and you kind of think, that, what the fuck were West Ham doing? Why is he over there? And then you've got this clown as your this- reserve.
1: <laughs>
2: Literally, this guy. Yeah, it highlights the importance of number two, and they they've fucked up royally this Mate, point.
1: Man yeah. United have got the best number two in the, in the league for fucking ages, mate. <laughs> it's better, the one right? area we're stocked in, mate, goalkeepers, because we've got um, the, the Henderson as well. Yeah, yeah. We've got, um, is it Pereira, Joel Pereira, who's also pretty fucking good as well. Like, we've got basically four pretty good goalkeepers. Anyway, what I was saying, first of all, I've recovered. Second of all, I've told this to you about Emery from the first fucking time I laid eyes on the guy, right? No. Right? A we, we, terrible decision. A terrible appointment. No.
0: Definitely at Arsenal. Definitely a terrible appointment. Definitely needs to come to an end. The sooner, the better for Arsenal because they really need to get basically the toxicity, uh, toxicity out of the stadium, out of that squad and move on. Um, who do you think goes in next?
1: At Arsenal? Yes. That's a hell of a question. I, I really don't know.
0: I think that they're going to give it Freddie till the end of the season. I, I think they'll wait up the are going to do summer. it Man United. I, yeah, give it I do. I do think they are do it. And I think they're probably looking at Chelsea with Lampard as well. Uh, that they're probably thinking, let's just see how this goes. If it doesn't work, all we lose is we top can...
1: four. Freddie would do it on the cheap. Yeah. Yeah,
0: basically. <laughs> Which would suit so Arsenal awesome because they got paid six million to Emery to get rid of him. Um, he's gone, right? He must be gone. But also on you know, Unai
2: I know we're chopping and changing like managers here. You know, Pellegrini's on 10 million a year.
0: Are you fucking for real? Yeah, he is. 10 he is. million is.
2: a year. Emery's on six. He's almost getting double at West Ham for fucks. What? That's ridiculous. I mean,
0: Emery, Emery needs a better agent or basically we all need Pellegrini's agent.
1: That's ridiculous. <laughs> I 10, million. One, 10 yeah. mi- I mean, 10 million. Didn't also- you say Mourinho is the highest paid at 15? I think so, yeah. <laughs> I think so. Uh, on Emery, um,
0: obviously his best gig was at Sevilla. Lesser team. Kind of like a team which uh, would want to have aspirations of getting into that top four kind of area. Do you not think he could do a job for you lot?
2: For, for Everton, yeah. Uh, I, 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 I why did
1: we not put that together before? <laughs> just just saying.
2: He's licking his lips, mate. You know why he's licking his lips, mate? Because he's he's on the one. Is what he is, mate. Uh, is it, it, obviously I'm not happy about. I mean. Mate, I would be. I can't understand what the keys are saying, mate. So, good evening. <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel like he's like, said. You have finally s- admitted. Mate, I've said all along you can't understand what you're saying. You know, Did you see, I, thought, I thought you Sky, were harsh on him for picking them on that reason alone, but yeah.
0: Did you see the Sky Sports guy basically properly fucking got at him for that? He, he said good evening to start his uh, interview with him twice. He went, I think he went, Good evening, Unai, or oh, not a good evening as it is. Uh, and he was like <laughs> properly rubbing it in his face. It was a little bit like, Come on, man, it's a bit. Was it, was it Shreves or it was it? Wasn't it wasn't Shreves. It wasn't Shreves. Shreves uh,
1: obviously. I hate he, Jeff Shreves. I Jeff... really, really hate Jeff Shreves. He's man definitely. bought into hype. On the, on a separate note, do you know what Tim Lovejoy is up to now? Uh, doesn't he do Sunday morning breakfast? He does do Sunday morning breakfast because mm. I caught him on there the other day. That guy's aged terribly. Not good. Not good. Oh, Those blonde god. locks
0: have long left him.
1: Oh god. Anyway, look. Let's we, we are. We, I know we're way mayor, over, but we've got one more. Go uh, on. Kika Flores, Quickly. Watford. Oh, we don't care about.
2: They'll just get whoever they've got They'll on their, their payroll, mate. Okay, so we They'll got everyone the that they had before—Yankovic um, uh, or something like that. Begins with an M. Oh, that's Fulham, actually. Um, was at Watford. Yeah, Unis- oh, Yank- Marich, the, the Italian guy. They had the Italian, the other guy Italian well.
0: guy, the one that looks like a mobster. Um, yeah. God, what can I think? M- 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 Matzari? Matarazzi, Matsari, M- Matsari, Matsari. Yeah. yeah, they'll probably get him back in. He's probably already on retain. He's been on guardland leave basically for the last three years. Getting back in, they are they are a mess, mate. Proper
1: mess. I really hope they go down. I think they I know are. You don't, you don't want to speak ill of other teams and stuff, but I really, I I, I have purposely never just wanted to. I don't know anything about Watford. Right, Elton. John. I lived right near there for a long time. However. I don't know the players I don't like watching them on TV there's because I have a, just a horrible distrust of how the club is run something about it just doesn't I don't like it there's
2: one player mate Troy Deeney that's all I need yeah, to say yeah
1: I can't handle him either don't like it anyway can we can we crack on yes. because we, we are, we are we're, 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 we're murdering ourselves here um, a quick note Liverpool versus Spurs
2: what you've lost me <laughs>
1: I've also lost my notes. <laughs> what <the> Wait, hell?
2: <laughs> we'll just be waiting for this moment, and like literally all, all pod, and you've just taken it away from him, I think.
1: Chelsea no, no, game. no. No, it's fine.
0: It's fine. We were going to touch on Chelsea, obviously, because. Big it-
1: game problems, right? That's the thing, right? That's been the, the criticism levelled at Frank Lampard by, I believe, Jose Mourinho. Is that correct? Yeah.
0: I mean, obviously, Jose putting the boots in because Chelsea fans are in love with a younger, mm-hmm. more attractive model that's playing more expansive football, and he's just bitter and twisted and still obsessed with us. Has he got a point? Um, the results against big teams, um, it doesn't look favourable. Obviously, we lost 4-0 opening day to United, uh, lost 2-1 at home to Liverpool, lost 2-1 obviously at the weekend to City, but there are positives to be taken. Um, I'm not one of these people that likes to take positives out of games that you lose. I struggle with it uh, because ultimately the, the the sport is about winning um, and we did lose. Um we did contain City very well. Aguero did nothing on the day. Uh, Sterling did nothing until basically the 94th, 5th minute, when he obviously had that goal, disallowed for some more VAR insanity. Um, we obviously held uh, more possession, which is something that you know, Pep's teams have been heralded. I think it's the lowest possession Case, he's had in 381 uh, managerial uh, games. which in is career, yeah, basically his entire managerial career, which is an incredible achievement really for Frank Lampard to have. And there's a lot of positives to take away from it. And I guess what the question that I wanted to put to you guys and in general is, where do you think Chelsea's weaknesses lie that can take them from having, kind of coming out of these games with a lot of praise and a lot of positivity, but ultimately not results? What is it that needs to be addressed to change that, that narrative to where we're going to the Etihad
2: and actually getting results? Um, I think it's simply youth experience.
0: Yeah, uh, there's a lot to be said about it. Now, what I will say, um, although there's a lot of youth players that get on the pitch, um, our midfield did consist of Kovacic, Jorginho and Kante. Now, on paper, that's wonderful. Um, and at times they were excellent And uh, with, with the, the, the possession football they were able to play. The one issue is is that the equaliser, which was a critical moment in the game because Chelsea were in complete control of the game at that point was uh, a mislaid pass from Jorginho. Kante was caught out upfield obviously playing his more progressive position, couldn't get back um, and then obviously the ball ended up deflecting off uh, one of the Chelsea players into the back of the net. Um, It did highlight the danger of playing Jorginho in that position against teams that are able to break with such uh, ferocity, basically, that his athleticism is a handicap in games against elite players, which I think was then mentioned on uh, the, the, the the post-show. Um, should Lampard look to maybe shift it in these games? Um, although you do lose some of the benefits of Kante being a, a more progressive player and obviously scored a goal on the day, in these games, should Kante play deeper to basically do a dirty man's job in the sense that just keep it tight and clean up and allow the players in front of him a Kovacic and probably I would play Ruben when fit as well because he can take that role of progressing. Would Chelsea be better basically dropping Jorginho to bring Kante into the base? You don't think?
1: No, I don't think so at all. I think as soon as... I had Ferguson as manager at Man United for many, many years who always played for the big games, right? He chopped and changed and he played players that he wouldn't ordinarily play because he thinks it gave him some kind of, you know tactical advantage or what have you or you take away their biggest player or what have you. I hate it. I absolutely fucking hate it. Because if you start playing to the opposition, the opposition's basically dictating. And you're just all you're doing for 90 minutes is reacting to what they're doing. And so they're I just I point. think that's not if you're man if you're managing a Burnley, fine because that's how you probably the best way to get results. Although we have seen the current Vogue in football like Sheffield United etc is to go fuck that. We're playing our way. And we'll see what happens, essentially. Yeah, you might get pumped 5-0 one week, but you, you, you are identifying with a, with, a, with a philosophy that you want to... And it's a, way, a good way to attract players to a club as well. Yep. Right? What I would say, though, with, with with Chelsea, in terms of the thing that needs to be done, I don't think you need to, 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 to change Jorginho out of there. I'm not his biggest fan whatsoever, but he does clearly have good attributes. You opened this little segment by talking about how much possession Chelsea enjoyed at Manchester City.
0: Yeah, I know. And that was obviously built on the back of Jorginho and Kovacic playing in the middle together.
1: Exactly, right? So, why why change that? The problem I, I find with Chelsea, and I think Lee touched on it a second ago, is the experience of the players. I think you've got a lot of youngsters out there still. Although, you know, we're not. I, I think. Uh, but then you've also got uh, some shitter older players. I think yes. as soon as you start seeing the likes of Williams yes, fuck off, you see the Williams. likes of...
0: So, well, Williams had actually a pretty good season, but he he I thought was, he was poor. He is. I thought he was
1: poor I grant you, but he's also done this several other times yeah. in his Chelsea career. And it's, you know, you know what you're getting from Willian. You've said, I've heard you say this phrase a number of times, Lee. You know what you're getting with Willian. You know, he might do something good. He might not do something good. You know what you're getting with him. And for me... Um, I think there is improvement to be had. He's, he's on the, what, is he 30 now? Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, it's time to, you've got, these, you've got this crop of youth, Pulisic, uh, Hudson-Odoi, et etc. et cetera, You know, just, just play them instead now. The, the, the big area that for Chelsea that I worry about is a uh, central defence still. Yeah. I, I think defensively, I think your fullbacks that you currently play aren't, they're a bit, even though we're talking about like Azpilicueta, I, I think there's naivety. I'm not sold on your left-backs. Emerson
0: and Alonso, yeah. Ultimately, our best left-back is probably Cesar Equator.
1: This is it. Um, And your centre-halves, Tamori's done well. He has. But um, are you playing him with? I think that we
0: need to get an experienced head in there.
2: Um, I I, I I think... think... I, th- I think t- I think the pair of them they they look a bit shaky together. Well, I think yeah, that they're... I
1: think I think you need a leader in there. You yeah. need someone to lead because Tamori's got you know he's raw. He's got some potential. I don't know if I'm as enamoured with him as maybe others are at the moment. However, um, I think you need someone. Um, you know, twenty-eight years old, twenty-nine years old. He's been around a bit. Who can bring? Who can marshal a defense? Because bear in mind, you've got a really young keeper as well, yeah. who also is not filling me with any confidence. No, seemingly He's, he's every had month. a
0: difficult season so far. Um, he
2: going so,
1: forward, you're fine. I just yeah. I, I struggle defensively. I mean, as,
2: as you said at the beginning of the season as well, you said that this is going to be pretty much a kind of like a write-off season. Yeah. Um, it's funny how basically. So,
0: Results can change expectations in a way, Exactly, isn't it?
2: but you should keep that in the back of your mind. So when you come across these bigger teams and you don't get the result, but as long as you, like, you know, there are signs of uh, progression and improvement. I watched you, uh, I think, well, we watched the Man United game right at the beginning of the season, the Leicester game quite shortly after, and there, you didn't dominate the game. No. Um, whereas you, as you touched upon with City, the, the City game, you did. And you had more possession. So that in a sign is, you know, good progress.
1: But I would say, about the, And it's just
2: something you experience and time will tell. Yeah.
1: The only thing I would say, just to close this segment, because I feel we should probably do predictions soon, mm-hmm. event, is that I know that this this game against Man City where you had all the possession, great. That's that's that. It genuinely is, regardless of what I'm about to say. There is a feather in the cap because not not many people can say that, right? And it's a sign of progress. And it's a sign of progress. However, what I would say is that um, one-off games do not a trend make. Yeah, do you know sure. what I mean? Um, and for all we know, Pep Guardiola could have sat there and said, "Let Junior have it, so we can take the ball off him and, and counter." Yeah, maybe. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, and, maybe. And So this is the thing. So I think I think you're right, Lee, in terms of you know, day, You said it. would will just say it's a right off season for you. Take the season as a whole um, and assess at the end, and just look at some of the more experienced players. But I, I would say for Chelsea, something that isn't going to be fixed just by letting the youngsters play more no. which they need that experience i do think you need a leader in that back four. we need our one. van
0: dyke it's as simple as that really isn't it? Like we need to go find a van dyke character that can come in with tomori. so on chelsea I, I the goalkeeper does worry me a bit i will say this he does worry me a bit there are there are occasions where i look at him i'm like you need to save the easy shots he saves a lot he has these kind of spectacular moments um and i thought his distribution at the weekend was really poor um our right back, Reese James, is going to be a he's going to be a rock star, mate. He's going to be unbelievable, and hopefully that means that we can obviously go and address the left side position because I, I I do completely agree. I think Emerson's had a good season, but I don't believe that he's good enough. I think he's, that he's not
2: good enough. He's not, he's good not going enough. to take you to that next
0: exactly. And I think that's where Chelsea probably look at Chilwell in the summer. Um, they need, as you just said, they need to get a Van Dyke because I, I like Tamori and I like Zoom. I think Zoom has had a pretty good season after struggling obviously early, but I kind of feel they're both a player that is. B to an A. Um, and they need that A character to come in and play next to them. The midfield three picks itself. I think that we've got a lot of depth in there, obviously, with Ruben to come back. We've obviously also got um, younger players that are kind of on loan in, in Gallagher. And we've also got um, uh, Gilmore, who these young players that are going to kind of start filling those positions as those players age out. I think one of our biggest weaknesses is our front, uh, our winger there is... Um, Hudson-Odoi was injured at the weekend. That was a shame, but I think that he hasn't really kind of got going yet since his injury, and that's understandable. Young, raw, coming back from a big injury. Horrible injury. Really bad injury. Uh, Pulisic, has certainly found a level of form. I think he was carrying a knock this weekend. Um, he had a hip injury going into the game. He wasn't moving particularly well. And I think that ended up um, being really the, the main issue was that we had a lot of possession. But once we get onto the final third, we just had a lack of quality in that final third to really generate the issues for Tammy to put in the back of the net. And that's where I think that Chelsea should spend a lot of money. I think they need to go find um, that special player. We obviously had Eden Hazard, um, we haven't really got a player that can obviously create something out of nothing. I, I know there's going to be a bum fight for him, but I think Jaden Sancho is obviously the, the obvious player. Um, it's going to be absolutely wild this summer when you've got the entirety of Europe fighting for his services. Um, there are alternatives, I am sure. Um, I wouldn't say that. I, I'll tell you what,
1: we'll tell you what we've we've got quite a, we've got a youngster coming through the ranks now, mate. I tell you. You may have heard of him, mate, but he's highly rated. A lot of potential. Yeah, can play on the wings. He can also play in the middle. Jesse Lingard, mate. We'll give it to him for a snip. I heard he's been... Uh, it's pro- December, promise, mate.
0: It's December. It's Jesse's month.
1: <laughs> oh, yay. Look out. Um, look out, predictions. Let's do some predictions. Come on. Come on. So, we obviously had the update last week. Was it last week? It
2: the was, week before? It was recent.
1: Basically, I'm second. Lee's third. Woods is top. Now, annoyingly... I've been keeping an eye on the fixtures and what we've been doing. Lee's been doing quite well over the last week in terms of predictions. Certainly, the game week that we just went through was quite good. Can I? Can I just? Quizzical. Yeah.
0: Um. I just just thought I wanted to get the fixtures up in front of me. I like to Hot. do this. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Um, can I, Can we just get an update on the Tottenham score, quick?
2: Yeah, I they're obviously <laughs> losing, aren't they?
0: Um, at home, Olympiakos against Olympiakos, two 0 down.
2: Oh. Oh. oh.
0: How are you feeling, Lee? Waxing lyrical. It's, a, it's an IMO, mate. It's an IMO. <laughs> They'll probably come back and win this now. I'm going to look like a mug tomorrow, but I'm enjoying it now.
1: <laughs> well, let's start half 12 Saturday, the 30th of November, 12.30. Newcastle host Manchester City.
2: Manchester City.
1: I'm, I'm also.
2: Because I watched Newcastle last night and they were fucking Shit.
1: Yeah, this bet that we've got on about um, what's his face Saint Maxima scoring the goal of the goal of the month, <laughs> getting in a war, getting a nomination, is uh, looking more and more slim by the day. That guy is comedy. He's also glorious. It's not. That's something. He's, the, he's he, unbelievably glorious. He is so.
0: It's going to happen. I, it's going to happen because basically, he all he does is just run and run and run and run. Eventually, at some point, something magical will happen at the end of it.
1: So, one thing I will say is that I admitted earlier on in the show that I was wrong about, you know, I'm a man to admit my mistakes. Now, Woods, I remember when a certain South American player joined the league last year. You waxed lyrical about Almiron. This guy is fucking terrible. Yeah, because he started really brightly.
2: He He started like a headless chicken, mate. I remember watching him in that game thinking, he's just running around like a mental headless chicken.
0: He had that wonderful He's moment where so he broke, broke the lines, got one-on-one and, one and lifted the ball effortlessly over the goalkeeper and it hit the post. And if that goes in, we're talking about a 30-goal-a-season player instead of what we've got right now.
1: <laughs> <laughs> wow. OK, Burnley versus Crystal Palace.
2: Burnley. Burnley is in good form. To back-to-back three nils, is it? At home as well.
1: I yeah. always bet against Burnley. This week, I ain't. Yeah. It's costing me points. Um, then we've got Big Game. Chelsea take on West Ham.
2: It's Chelsea. It's Chelsea because West Ham... If Roberto is in goal. <laughs> if Roberto in goal. <laughs> well, the thing is, you know who the backup goalkeeper is? It's like a guy they signed from uh, Millwall for like a million quid or something who's also backup at Millwall. So. Oh, this him. is wonderful.
1: <laughs> play him. Yeah, get, 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 in all going.
2: seriousness, definitely play him
0: ahead play of Roberto. Him. Has he got oh, two arms? God. Yes, play him.
1: Honestly, if you're, in the, if you're in that Chelsea changing room before the game and you've seen the team sheets, you go, "Ah,
0: oh. Pot shots are going in, mate.
1: Basically, yeah. Mason Mount is sitting there going, finally. Yeah. This, is, this is perfect. My God. Um, then we've got Liverpool taking on Brighton.
2: Yeah, that, sh- that should be Liverpool. That's home Liverpool. banker, Liverpool? isn't it? They're, they're, getting, they're getting VAR helping them out again.
1: Oh,
0: <laughs> mate. Oh, what do you reckon? The Palace. Was it, was it a foul? Should it have been disallowed? The problem was well, when, I saw, say, it, is when I saw it the first time back, I, I immediately went that, uh, yeah, it's a foul. I was surprised that the ref missed it, to be honest. Now, I don't know if the... It, was it Lawren that went down? Um, I can't think who it was, but the player, the Liverpool player that went down from the push did make the most of it. But um, Massively. I did think that, you know, it's, it's not going to get away with that. Get, that's the, the
2: thing, that, is basically, is re, re, once you raise your arms, yeah. it doesn't matter kind of how much force there is if the player sells it well enough and you know that's what he sells
1: it well enough that's what he did
2: though didn't he yeah it was a good sales job you know
0: Um, I think what is it the eight points they've gained from goals in the last five minutes of games it's it's annoying but that is genuinely what Manchester United used to do for basically 15 to 20 years
1: we were good as well um, so Spurs take on AFC Bournemouth
2: this isn't too bad a fixture for, for a home game. Home game against Bournemouth. We know, we know Bournemouth's, Bournemouth's
1: comedy away from right? travel, Dr. Jekyll, they, it. Mr. They, they,
2: they're comedy, I think, in, in terms of.
1: Uh, that comedy is going to be seeing a TV screen in blue very soon near you, eh? What
2: with Eddie Howe. Yeah. Yeah, well, this is my issue with yeah. it. I said it before. I think Eddie Howe gets a little bit. On the biggest scheme of things, what he's done at Bournemouth is, is incredible. But in terms of, like, you know, a snapshot of their last two or three seasons once they've become a Premier League team. I don't feel like they've progressed too much. Maybe, obviously, because of the size of the club, that's never going to actually happen. So maybe he's taken them as literally as far as he can. But they do concede goals every season, and that continues to be the case.
1: So who's winning this game? So,
2: therefore, it's not going to be Spurs. It'll be Spurs winning the game. Spurs winning the game? Jose's starting off his uh, home tenure with a win. Playing tonight, mate, the 10 or down?
0: In the league. Okay, yeah, Spurs will win this. <laughs> um, don't travel also... well.
1: Also going Spurs. Um, then we have uh, the half five kickoff. So it means it's on TV. Oh, Southampton serious? taking on Watford.
0: Oh my God. The... What is this? It was a big game to be fair. It's a big game.
1: And now I'm thankful I'm not in that day.
0: I mean, it so is it's... for you, right? Because
2: obviously you've got some interest in relegation six pointers. You know, <laughs> I need this to be a draw, don't I really? yeah, really? <laughs> yeah, man, yeah. Um, But I, I think Southampton win. I think Southampton... I mean, maybe I'm taking into account the fact that I watched them they against a comedy Arsenal who... Pummeled arsenal. They, they pummeled oh them. That's the thing. God. They should
1: have scored a, many, many goals. maybe. a
2: couple of the chances they had at the end. Um, Ridiculous. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, uh, I, I,
1: arsenal for me. Uh, not sorry. Arsenal. <laughs> Southampton. Not Southampton. Southampton,
0: yeah. Southampton. Yeah, I'll take Southampton. Watford have done. They're finished, mate. They got nothing.
1: Good. Um, Sunday, two o'clock, we have Norwich taking on that comedy team, Arsenal. Ooh.
0: Arsenal in Europe this weekend,
1: don't they? Definitely. But Norwich yeah. buoyed from a 2 0 victory over but... the Toffees.
2: They did have that uh, Zimmerman back, who which seems to make a bit of a difference for them. They actually had a bit of a sturdy defence. The Zimmerman. So I, I'm going to go with Norwich.
1: I'm going to go for a draw. And this is the first result so far that we have had any kind of different opinion I'll, I'll take should. Arsenal.
0: I I, I, with... I just think that quality strikers against this this Norwich team should feast speaking of I mean I watched the highlights I didn't see the game I don't know how much of the game that you watched Lee but it did look like Everton and had Sigurdsson seemed to have quite a few efforts on goal and just Crawls just had the answer to all of them I don't, I, don't I don't know.
2: I don't know what game you were watching. We were fucking shit, Really? Norwich, Norwich those tickets had well, quite a few of the to two. To be fair, I'm also basing this on Chris Sutton, who you boys love, who was telling me that Norwich were dominating the game and they deserved to be winning. So I
1: really enjoyed watching BT. He was probably
2: wumming me, but you know, I'm basing it on that. So you didn't watch Match of the Day? I watched Match of the Day. I mean, I mean in terms of maybe shots, yeah, maybe Norwich, maybe uh, we, we had more shots than Norwich, but in terms of possession, I think they were co- quite comfortable.
1: I don't recall Everton having a really good chance. Yeah, exactly. No I wouldn't say they were clear cut, clear card, but it did seem like a good, Sigurdsson was getting... Sigurdsson had like pot shots in my... Do yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but, but Cantwell looked like he played pretty well.
2: Annoying celebration. though. Annoying celebration. Very Annoying Annoying face. Um, annoying big, hair. Big
1: game coming up now. Wolves-Sheffield United. Oh, wow. Two
2: Two teams in form. Sheffield uh, United... Sheffield United. Sheffield United do well away, don't they? Yeah, and, I'm taking them Wolves, and Wolves are playing in the Europa League.
0: Yeah. I tell you what, Wolves were in the relegated...
2: Weren't they bottom at one point? Come to me for a winner, Woods, and I'll tell you all about it. That's in the winners and losers section.
0: Oh, okay. I'll spoil it. Okay, okay. Uh, I, I'm going to take Sheffield United because they are excellent, um, and they'll be kicking themselves that basically United turned up for ten minutes. Almost basically walked away with three points at the weekend.
2: I'll, I'll take a draw. This will be the my first cent, uh, f- fence hitter. Is that
1: right? Yes. Yes. Then we've got big, 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 big game.
0: This is, mate, I'm not going to lie, mate. I think there's going to be a spanking on, on, on this one. Leicester City at <laughs> half past four on Sunday. Uh, Pants are getting pulled down.
1: Take on Everton.
0: Leicester fucking hammered Brighton at the weekend. Uh, match, the match of the day highlights. Again, I only watched the highlights. I was watching it and I kind of like. I saw, oh, it looks like Leicester probably just nicked it on a couple of counter attack goals. And then they were watching the interviews with Rodgers and, and and Potter at the end. And Potter was quite um, saying, "Look, Leicester were excellent. They fully deserve the win." And then I saw the XG and it was like four and I was like four not by these highlights and Manchester Day had basically reserved all of these Leicester efforts to go through post of the highlights and it was just an absolute hammering like Leicester were so good at the weekend Um, and it's just yeah mate I think it's going to be a comfy ride for Leicester
2: Um, three or four yeah Leicester I I do not argue we we haven't got a very good record against Leicester either um, I think recently uh, at the King Power. so Is this one
0: on
1: TV?
2: Just adds to it. I don't know. It, the, it should be because neither team in Europa League. Because
1: yeah, the, other, the other game was United-Villa.
2: Yeah, I, I, I suspect.
0: I suspect because United were on the week before that maybe Leicester-Everton go on, but I don't know. That's just me guessing.
2: Well, Either way, I can't wait to watch it or see it or, or get involved in this game because, yeah, Leicester are winning.
1: Man United-Villa then?
0: That's a good game for United, that. Um, I think Villa are a bit fallible. I think United have found some goal scoring touch I know Neville was scathing on your front three during the game who then I think turned up and basically bagged a load of goals um, I did think they were a bit stagnant I Neville think that's because you midfield
1: frustrate me. Whenever so frustrate me so he has two traits the first one when he talks about Man United he talks an absolute steaming pile of shit because he has an agenda and the second one have you noticed that when he gives his opinion when he, when he does live commentary on a game he makes up his mind about 10 minutes in, and the, almost irregardless of what actually happens in the game, he peddles the narrative that he came up with in the first 10 minutes for the rest of the game. It's getting a bit tiresome now. Interesting. Interesting. It's getting a bit tiresome. I was already tired. The last year I went on a couple of tirades against him because of the way he would talk about Man United. It would drive me mad. But in general, I love Gary Neville, and I'll always like listening to him speak. I like his analysis. I like his you. analysis, but he seems to...
2: As in terms of after a game, obviously like a Monday night football.
1: I don't know how open he is to new. new I don't know how open he is to being proven wrong or to even not very, to another point of view. Not very as a pundit. I feel like yeah, you need to have strong opinions, but you can only be a strong opinionated pundit for a certain amount of time. That type of pundit for me has a shelf life. You, you know, what I mean, you need to like Ian Wright, for example, right? Very, very two-dimensional character or one-dimensional, whatever it is, and then actually over the years he's become quite good because he's actually when you watch him do analysis he can actually do some good analysis now he has grown with certain things and I don't know how Gary Neville can evolve his game a little bit in terms of the punditry but it's kind of like one note at the moment and it's been one note for a little bit of time and it's that note is getting on my nerves a bit yeah
0: interesting points Um,
2: anyway I think United will win this I think so too um I really like Jack Grealish I've decided um a really 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 good player really Really good player. player
1: um there's something about him when he picks up the ball. When he picks up the ball and he's like in his own stadium where he's the captain, he's like, you know what I mean?
2: He's got that arrogance. He's got the
1: flair. He's got the rolled down socks. He's uh, a. Yeah. We've said it before, he mate. General t- he has
2: general We've talent.
1: We've said it he before.
2: Does. I, I we'll generally general
1: believe general. United
0: should be targeting Grealish instead of Madison. I think that the, the character traits that I really like in Jack Grealish, that will probably be better off at United. A, a, a player that
2: already at a young age is a leader. Yeah. Right? Helps. It yeah, does help. It really I, I'm going to say uh, I think Villa takes something from the game.
1: Oh, hello. Okay, pops draw then. Yep. Right, give me your. Who wants to go first with winners and chumps?
2: Go well, ahead. I'll start off as we've kind then. of already touched upon it. Uh, as Wood started off with uh, Wolves, um, I think a few games ago, I think it was five games, seven games ago, they were in 19th place, uh, and then they've uh, gone on to the basically they're in fifth place now. So, what was kind of a bit of a mini crisis uh, is now. Turning into a quite a promising season again. Uh, they seem to have mastered the, uh, the Europa League, uh, Pr- Premier League, uh, you know, playing on Sunday dynamic. Um, and yeah, they're, they're playing good football. Uh, I thought, that, you know, at the weekend that they, you know, a, a Bournemouth team, the, the free kick was beautiful from Matinho. Um, uh, and also, I think the goal, I think was it Jimenez? Yeah, uh, I thought that was a really good goal started by uh, Troy Ore. So yeah, I, I'm going to give it Wolves because I think they've done a they've quietly gone around about their business, picking up a lot of draws, but kind of turning a few of them into wins lately. So, yeah. Woods? Uh, Maurizio Pochettino.
1: That was mine as well.
2: <laughs> um,
0: Giza got out of a very difficult situation at Tottenham where he was never going to be given the funds to really uh, match his ambition. He now has the choice of all of the big clubs across Europe um, and £12 million to count up in his spare time between now and next summer. Um, Good luck, Jose Mourinho, because Daniel Levy has shown not to be a checkbook manager uh, or checkbook manager's best friend, let's say. Um,
2: But yeah, Pochettino.
1: And loser? Jump, whatever.
2: Uh, Me? um, Well, uh, thank you to uh, Matt Jackson for pointing this one out. So I've gone for the Brescia owner, uh, which is uh, the former Leeds owner, uh, Massimo Cellino, who has uh, unfortunately uh, been involved in, in... well, it's classic now for Italian football in terms of just another racial incident, shall we put it as, um, in terms of not, well, basically calling out one of his own players in Mario Balotelli, uh, a guy that has also recently been, uh, racially abused, uh, on a football pitch in Italy. And this is what the, uh, this is what the owner come out and said. Okay. So he's gone, he's black. What can I say? He's working on getting lighter himself, but he's heavily, uh, he's having difficulty. Um, what the fuck? You know, this is your own player. This is a guy that you know. Like I said, with all everything that's gone on in Italy, well, to be honest, it's across a whole, a whole game of football. But you know, especially in Italy, uh, and this player in particular, and he's come out and said that you know you're a fucking idiot, mate. It's hard to argue with that.
1: And I'm not. So yeah, that's mine too. Okay. Yeah. I always Anonymous. seem to
2: end it on a, on, a, on, a, on a really negative note. I, well, I find. it's because we end up with losers. <laughs> um, I, I can I can go
0: more, more more humorous, and that is kind of like uh, losers. Arsenal, Emery, Arsenal fans. Anyone that is not called basically Robbie DT or troops. These guys are back, basically racking a bank off the back of Emery's hilarity. <laughs> um, they 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 are getting rich off the misery of Arsenal fans. Um,
2: and I, for one, I'm all for it.
1: Um, I don't. Yeah,
2: I wonder how much they're loving it as well. Yeah. I wonder if they sit there looking at their bank balance from what it was like a few years ago. They I hmm. wonder if they kind of sit there
0: and because like they, they they turn up and they got their they they hit their buzzwords. DT especially kind of hits, it kind of like turns up. and He's already got in his mind what he's going to start because this week it was about um, it was my it's my son's birthday today, and as a present I left him at home because I didn't <laughs> want to have to put him through this or something like. that And it's like yeah, you kind of like sat there and kind of worked this out beforehand. <laughs> um, Arsenal Fan TV is wonderful and I kind of feel that it's become bigger and bigger and bigger and I just feel that it's basically created this toxic environment that's going to be almost impossible for Arsenal to basically get rid of because any time maybe
2: Arsenal TV is the winner as
0: well Yeah. Yeah, yeah I mean Robbie from Arsenal Fan TV on his G6 private jet Big, fat cigars and Bugattis, mate. He is living the, the, the dream over there. Um, he's going to be on Strictly next year or some shit, isn't he?
1: Like, <laughs> <laughs> going to go in the jungle, mate. Yeah. <laughs> um, my, my loser, I do actually have one, um, the, the West Ham goalkeeper. <laughs>
2: oh, mate. Like, oh, this poor guy. It's his face as well.
1: He's, got his, he's, <laughs> mate, he's heavily
2: tattooed, so you want him to be hard. But he's not hard.
1: He's just got like... The thing about... I I do feel so sorry for him because he looks like a deer in the headlights... And, like, he does, like, a little catch or something, and he's like, you can see him in his mind going, yeah, I did it.
2: Wait, it's that save, I'm still thinking about that save he did at the weekend where there was literally no need to to do what he did. He could have caught it, but he's decided, like, kind of, the ball's next to him, he's like, I'm still going to go mid-air and go all flamboyant. Like, it's the, yeah, it's it's the it's one incredible. as
1: well where he jumped out, punched the ball, I missed the punch, and then he's out, miles out of his thing, the guy has a shot, and he does this weird, <laughs> what was he Mate, doing? He, he took out his own player doing that punch as yeah, well. He just-
2: um, and then looks and like Wait, what are you doing on the floor get up
1: incredible incredible as ever is there anything else you'd like to say on today's show
2: no I'm sure there's going to be one final update here from Woods uh, sorry, sorry I, I'm just catching that 3-0 is it I've I, I, I just I've just read Flinty's text from
0: earlier and that's killed me Uh
1: yeah, let's not repeat
0: that one. No. <laughs> Although I'm I'm pretty sure that it wouldn't be really offending anyone that's listening. Uh, it's two one now, Tottenham. They've pulled one back. Um, who scored? Uh, Ali, Deli Ali, who for what it's worth uh, did look a little bit more rejuvenated under under Mourinho, I think there's going to be a couple of players, I think Alderweireld's the other one um, I think that he was turfed out under, under Pochettino, by all accounts he's making noises though, he wants to re-up, a couple of players that will be not so much, Ericsson because he wants to leave and Mourinho's already basically starting to marginalise him, I think Jan Vertonghen as well um, it's Ericsson's worst nightmare that Jan's going to have plenty of spare time on his hand though, isn't it? <laughs>
1: Ah, on that note, let us bid you adieu, farewell, goodbye, and goodnight. You can find us, obviously, on the likes of where iTunes and Spotify, and Twitter. We even have an Instagram now. Yeah, get involved. We've posted nothing yet, but you would but, but watch this space. Yeah, watch this
2: space. We'll get Woods all trained up on Instagram. Apparently, it's
0: something wild's happened in Madrid. I'm just going to going to finish with this. Um, I'm going to read this from the BT website. um BBC website, sorry. Uh, Rail keeper Thibaut Courtois comes flying off his line, brings down Maro Icardi. Uh, ref sends Courtois off and gives a free kick to PSG just outside the box. But there is a VAR check to see if the foul was in the box, and it definitely was. Uh, but as everyone waits for the penalty to be awarded, the ref spots a shove on by Idrissa Gay on Marcelo in midfield in the build-up to the move. Uh, everything's wiped out. No Ricard, no penalty, a free kick, uh, not even a free kick to PSG. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Maybe the snake squirmed his way out of that one. Yeah, mate, hasn't probably slivered his way out of a red card.
1: <laughs> Jesus Christ. Fuck VAR. That's my final message wow. for you, okay? This is just stupid. Um, goodbye, good night, whatever. See you later. Sports
0: so
1: Social Podcast
0: Network. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash.